look at this. The gang is back together after several weeks of summer vacation. How long has it been? Uh, we'll have to do the math on that, but like it's been at least a month or so. But Welcome in, everyone. Just I another, didn't miss you guys, for the record. Just another sports I podcast. <laughs> Greg Swatek, Josh Smith, Colin McGuire. We're happy that Colin was able to hobble in here today. Yeah, I, know. I, missed, uh, I missed you guys. And did you know before we got in here, Josh, Greg was going around asking the other people who filled in for us if they wanted to sit in today? Why no. wouldn't? Yeah, I know. Isn't that rude? What the hell, Greg? No, I was trying to add to the party, man. I'm trying to add to the discussion. Four is a crowd. Yeah. All right. Three's already enough. Too, too, too many Three's cooks. In, company. Too many right. cooks in the kitchen. We don't maybe, even have enough microphones. <laughs> That's true. I just we well, we have oh, one for one more. Maybe maybe Colin and Alan or uh, Chris and Alan uh, could uh, could uh, sure. shared one. Yeah. Um, what, what, but what is wrong with your, with your knees? Sir? I don't know. This, this is, it's been going on for a couple years. And is it all this drumming you're doing or it really hurts? Yeah. Well, it, it always flares up after we do these long sort of stretches, which we were, which is why I wasn't here last week when you guys uh, did this. You're on IR? I was on the IR, uh, but my fantasy stock is still where I needed to be. You know, I'm, I'm a solid fifth rounder. Um, right. yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it really, really hurts sometimes. And I was just explaining in there. When I wake up, it hurts the most, and so I don't know what. Are to you do gonna go to the doctor? Well, so <laughs> yeah, we we were trying to guess what was wrong with Colin. It was like you could just go to the doctor and get an X-ray. No, so, but you know how men, I I know how oh, I am. Exactly. I don't want to go to the doctor I know. for anything. So I did something that I have not done. I mean, yeah, I could not sleep last night because mm. of the pain. The pain kept me up. So you just like uh, injected some whiskey in there, or something? And yeah, with the Put syringe. The syringe. Uh, so this morning, first thing I called the doctor and I made an appointment, which I have not done in years. So I'm well. You know what's going to happen? You're going to go to a general practitioner, right? And your general practitioner is going to say, "I don't know what's wrong with that. Yeah. I want to give you a, a referral to see Special. somebody else." Exactly. Right. So yeah. it'll be another two or three weeks before you make that appointment. Of course, if you even make it. Well, <laughs> it's baby steps, okay? Baby steps. He but made, you're he right. made the call. That, that is the first. Step, the call so. is literally a call I've never made in my life. So this is this is a big step for me. I'm very weary. I guess there's papers I have to fill out. Yeah, well, I'm sure that they, <laughs> they need to know some 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 about your medical. When was the last time you were physically in a doctor's office? Um, when I first moved to Maryland, I guess at this point it's yeah, you're, seven and a half you're, years you're ago. Your FMP physical to sit the physical to where you yeah. sit where you. Te- get tested to see if you could sit at your desk for for long enough stretches of time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was around that time where I went to the doctor. I had kind of a little bit of a health scare, uh, and then uh, just kind of stopped. And you made it. You made it though. I made it. Yeah. Uh, for you are. for worse or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> so how old are, how old are you now? Could be just do we old have age. to say that? Yes. I'm 34. You, a woman. I'm 34. By the way, you're you big birthday coming up, Josh. I do. Remember, we're partying. I do. We're partying, it's dude. Coming. Like it's 1999. Yeah, or like it's slick 99. I don't no, know we what we, that just, is. we just found, we just found our new theme music for a, slick for this podcast. Remember the manager oh, yeah. slick? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. We only have one story to talk about, but we can we, 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 we could branch out if we, there, there's others. Well, actually. we should we should keep catching up though. Jim the Anvil Neidhart died. That's true. That's the story. Yeah. Did one, you like one, him? one hour on. I death. did. I was a huge I was a huge fan of the, the Heart the Foundation. Heart Foundation. Did you do you guys know? Do you ever hear the story of they went to a television taping in the eighties, and they were out there? And Bret Hart still says it was one of the best matches he's ever done in his life. The Hart Foundation. He was against, a technician, right? Yeah, against the somebody. Excellence of execution. I think it was the against. Of course, yes. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I think it was against maybe the Rockers, and they're like ten minutes into the match. It's like the greatest match Bret Hart's ever been a part of. 
and the whole top rope fell falls oh, wow. off. So they don't know what to do. Obviously, it didn't make air. Like the match right. just kind of had. They oh, just kind man. of had to end it, and that was. And it never saw the light of television. Never huh? saw the light of day. So yeah, damn. <laughs> There's. <laughs> Good to be back. Does, can someone do a Jim <laughs> Neidhart laugh? No, laugh? I, 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 I could not do it. Is, oh, whose, yeah. laugh is, <laughs> whose laugh is better? Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, or I would say Jim the, the Anvil, Anvil Neidhart? I would say an, the Anvils was just like a burst. It was like a, just a burst of a laugh. <laughs> That's good, yeah. But I could and, never do the Million Dollar Man. And yeah. uh, the Million Dollar Man, he had a more prolonged It was even laugh. in his walk-up yeah. walk music, wasn't it? <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Everybody so, has got a price. <laughs> All right, we are not doing an hour on the death, <laughs> oh. on, on the death of Jim the Anvil Nightheart. There is there is a more pressing story out there. And My I wanna, knee. I, yes, your knee. But I wanted to start with a question because we're going to dive into this whole college football situation where two team seasons have been flipped upside down, really, just a couple of weeks before the season, by what their coaches did or did not do, depending on your perspective. And uh, one is the Ohio State situation with Urban Meyer. And the other one uh, is a little closer to home here with DJ Durkin and in, in, in Maryland and everything that's uh, happened down in College Park. So my question to you guys is when the season or do does DJ Durkin and Urban Meyer, do they coach their teams again or are they both gone? Urban Meyer does. DJ Durkin does not. I agree. Why, why, why do you say Urban Meyer does? <laughs> He's Urban Meyer. They're holding yeah, but rallies. Was- They're holding anti-ESPN rallies. Did you see that last week or the week before when all that stuff broke? Like there were people rallying around campus with anti-ESPN signs. Some of them were really funny. If you get a chance to see some photos, yeah. But wasn't Joe Paterno? Joe Paterno. I'm not equating the, the Ohio State situation to the Jerry Sandusky situation, but I mean, everyone can get torn down. Well, what uh, was at, it at some point in time? You texted over yesterday, Josh. Uh, the headline for the AP story. It was like it's going to come down to if Ohio State wants to. <laughs> fire them or something like <laughs> yeah. that and, and they don't want to and they don't want to they're yeah. not gonna they'll just put up with the bad press mm-hmm. that will exist uh in this world that we live in this uh, it'll go it'll go away within a month mm-hmm. and once certainly once the games start playing and no one will care or mm-hmm. remember exactly. or anything about it so and in particular the ohio state you know there that's a great program he's a highly successful one of the top three coaches in the country uh, he's not going anywhere. Um, by the time we get to week six and they're five and zero, oh, yeah, it's going to be like, will Ohio State make the the final four? And will they like be that? able to prove that he knew something? He's, he's admitted to some level that he knew that, something. Yeah. He knew, I mean, he's already admitted he's known some. He knew something about it and didn't report it promptly enough or something. Think about Urban Meyer, and he's kind of you know he's kind of a good poster child for sort of the way everything is going culturally right now because what is he skating by on on some level to his core fan base he's always been this super religious kind of do-gooder guy who has this reputation you know there are people who hate him because they think it's fake and they think it's not as genuine as it could be and then there are people who truly buy into it and say oh he really is this really good guy those are ohio state fans yes (laughs) (laughs) So it's like it's it's kind of this this polarizing figure in that way, and I'm I kind of fall in the camp that I kind of believe he's a fake. I, I don't know where do you guys stand? Well, what, do you, what do you mean he's a fake? Well, a just phony? like he's just he's always preaching to people and kind Those of judging guys are people. All phonies. That's, all of them. Well, okay, then that answers my all of them. 
that answers my like, question. Like the virtuous, like yes. always doing yeah. the right thing, and hard work is all that matters. Yeah, and then and you wake find up every out. day, and just work, eat, and sleep. All exactly. I can, it's all about the kids. I just yeah. care about the kids. The kids, they don't give a damn about those kids. I know, I know, and it's the same thing. There are so many other coaches and other important figures in popular culture who just say. I am on another level than everybody else because I hold myself to a very more high moral standard that nobody else does. And I'm never, and then it turns out yeah, you find out that these dudes are like kind of doing the things they keep telling other people not to do. So I think urban Meyer, because he has built up and Ohio state is a rabid fan base anyway. And because he's built up that credibility with that crowd, I don't see him. Yeah. And, and the other thing is like, are they going to do it again? Like they lost, they got rid of trestle after that. Yeah. The ridiculous story about the tattoo, the trading trading memorabilia for tattoos yeah. or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, and, do you remember that? They, I they, do. They uh, they they suspended the kids, but not for the bowl game. It was yeah. I <laughs> know. <laughs> it was for Appalachian State. We're bringing the hammer, but not right now. Just <laughs> wait until <laughs> next week, the first week of the next season, or, like or suspended like for the first half or of, of, yeah. of a game or something. Like they like did that, a Johnny so. Manziel right. a couple of times. Yeah. You're suspended, brother. So what you guys are telling me <laughs> So what you guys are telling me right here, right now, is winning is all that matters. To these programs, <laughs> of course. I mean, how much is Urban Meyer making? I mean, you can see the tongue in my cheek yeah, when, I, yeah. when I asked that question. But uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean winning is all that matters, but how, winning how, never happens at Maryland. You, 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 yeah, well we're gonna get to that in a second. <laughs> but you know, another person who falls in line right behind Urban Meyer to me, of course, is Nick Saban, who, when he was at the Miami Dolphins, said there's no way he's going to leave his team. There's no possible way he's going to finish out the season literally three days later. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take the Alabama job. Goodbye, guys. All right. So excellent, excellent question uh, that Josh just brought up. If put, put Urban Meyer in DJ Durkin situation, is he still the coach? Put Urban Meyer in DJ Durkin's situation. Ooh, this is Medusa's box. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 open it up early. Wait, is he still Urban Meyer? Did he still win national titles yes, at Florida? Yes. yes. Say 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 yeah. the Maryland situation happened at and Ohio State. And, he, and Urban Meyer at Maryland is ten and fifteen in two years. And is it? No 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 he, no, no, no. He's, he's, I, he's Urban Meyer, the Ohio the legend, the legendary coach. But some Ohio State lineman dies in practice. There's some oh, there, there's some rogue strength coach like slapping food out of kids' hands and stuff like Gone. that. Right. Gone. You think he's gone? A player died. So not even Urban Meyer would He'd be skate. gone. Okay. How often That's how many, a really good question. How many programs have you seen players die? How many prominent Division 1 programs where, where there have been deaths by players based off of um a training session? I don't know. It's happened. Not, not but not a big prominent program like yeah. a, a power conference school like is happening at Maryland. I, if this happens anywhere, I think whoever that coach is, he's gone. Okay, so even someone of Urban yeah. Meyer's stature and record yes. and, and, and everything, he, I think he, I think he, so. he can't survive it. So, well, I mean, I Colin, Colin doesn't. I I, I don't know if I'm because again, it goes to the point that I just kind of made about he. If this happened to Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer would be like, you know, he'd be playing up the grief card and he would be sad and he would be. And Durkin and he would, did that. Yeah, no, I understand, but I I don't know. I don't. I mean, Urban I Meyer. Know. I don't. Is know. It, these are kids. And I, I totally get man, what you're saying, I, and I, I agree with you on some level, but I just it's very hard for me to think looking at the way these things work. I, I just don't know. He would, be, People would be fired, but would Urban Meyer be fired? I, I don't know. Who do you, you fire everybody else but him? 
I, I don't think that could, I don't think I you don't can do know. that either. You know? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's another question: How culpable are these head coaches? I mean, on some level, obviously they are because they oversee the whole thing. They're overseeing the training methods being implemented. But how culpable is someone like DJ Durkin in the death of a lineman like like Jordan McNair? Obviously, he wasn't trying to kill him. Yeah. But, but but he doesn't. He can't see inside Jordan McNair's body. He doesn't know that he's overheating and stuff. So how culpable are they? And, and I mean, it's his program, uh, right? It's his program. He put. I'm assuming, you know, he brings this this guy and it's his right-hand man, his trainer, strength trainer. This is the guy who's running this session. I'm assuming, again, I could be wrong about this. Did Durkin hire the training staff? Like, the people who are there in emergency? Yes. Uh, I'm assuming he knows who they are. He's... We need to point out there were mistakes made. Jordan McNair died because there were mistakes made in <laughs> by the training staff. But by the training staff, they didn't follow the proper procedures when someone's overheating. But basically. this also happened months ago, did it not? Oh, it happened three months ago. It was in late May. Yeah, right. So why was it? So why is everyone now outraged by DJ Durkin, but they weren't for the last? Well, that, three, three, that's well, a we question know. I want to discuss now. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let me let me just say that um, during that training session, um, we heard that Jordan McNair started to struggle. We heard that there were teammates of his that began to help him. And while they were being helped, while, they were, while he was being helped, this coach, this strength training coach was berating him, saying, get his ASS off the field or something like that, when he initially started having problems. And guess who was there? DJ, DJ Durkin, Durkin was there at this workout and witnessed what this guy did with this yeah, kid who right. ended up dying. And, and, and Sorry, sad, and, he's got to go. And, and the sad commentary is, is I'm sure stuff like that happens. Sure. It, a lot of big time football programs. All of Absolutely. Let's not let's not that that act exact, like it doesn't. That exact scene where DJ Durkin's yeah. overseeing someone berating a kid that that happens everywhere. Wasn't there a there's a high this has happened in high school football too, and I think it's in Florida. Something happened in the last five years, maybe or something. I I just recall this happening, and it wasn't in the Minnesota Vikings kid. Well, Corey Stringer yeah. died. Yeah. Years ago, Ohio, that's what, and, Ohio State and that's what yeah. started all of the protocols and the guidelines for heat stroke, because yeah. he was not. They didn't have all of the stuff in place, and but it does not change like this. And I think it's a comment on sort of this macho machismo the, the, the culture. Yeah, yeah ma- masculinity. My sister, uh, and I've been talking about this all day because of my stupid macho knee. machismo. Yeah, like hey that. chico. <laughs> uh, She's a she's an athletic trainer f- for like one of the big time high school football teams in Florida, and she you know that's a year round kind of deal down there, and the things that you will hear from it's just it's insane like the like you can't tell me that the way these coaches treat these players this isn't a constant possibility every big time high school every university. This is a big time possibility all the time. They run these kids into the ground and it's so, I just, I have such disdain for like the idea you said they were berating him, berating the players who were trying to help him. Of course that's what happened. The whole football culture, it, that's never, I can't imagine that changing. All, right? you, have do, all you have to do is watch um, Last Chance You on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, that's they've done two different programs and two coaches, two different coaches, and both of them are prime examples of the you know of what we're talking about and how these kids are being verbally abused by. It's a game, coaches, and that's, you know. It's that's a part of game. It. Why? Why should we ask these kids to risk their lives? You know, yeah, because they are, and they know what they're doing. You know, you just said DJ Durkin was there as this was going on. Of course, the the, the strength coach is is going to take the heat for. I do think DJ Durkin will 
be hit for this. One of the things that I wanted, I, I was up all night, so I saw a sports center on a loop, and I saw the the press conferences yesterday, I think. What do you guys think of the president of Maryland? Because did you see that clip? I didn't watch any of it. I just ended up reading I, it. I, I've read a little bit about it. Boy. He, well, he you, got, seemed, you have thoughts, obviously. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I liked him. Okay. He, he said something that, that I would never, ever, ever think a president of a university would say. He said that uh, they are legally and morally, morally responsible. Legally, you are opening yourself up. Oh, there. oh they, they know. They're, 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 <laughs> it's coming. They're, yeah. they're already. I believe they're probably already in negotiations with that kid's oh, family. Oh yeah. Well, no the, doubt about it. The statement from the family yesterday, though, too, and you know, in sort of response to what they were saying at the press conference, it seems like the family's kind of they're already reconciled in some way now i think it was nbc4 went out and inter- found the the guy's uncle the kid's uncle and that dude just went off from the university of maryland he just Good. went he went nuts on him but i think the parents are already kind of I, yeah that's what i gathered too from reading what i read but again part of that is because probably they're coming close to a settlement i i believed the president with everything he said yeah. in the press i really did he really well, that's sold good it. I mean, he, that's good that he came came off as believable because a lot of times in those press conferences those guys they look like phonies yeah, yeah. They're, they're expressing their condolences of course yes. they're, yes. They're, 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 they're false platitudes he right. took a yeah. hard line if you, if you get a chance you should see and the other sort of impressive uh press conference was the ad I don't know if you saw that i didn't see that i i ran a photo of him in our paper today because he was it was a it, it was a good photo. Uh, it, it took me a few minutes to warm up to him because at first I was, it was kind of like what you just said, Greg. Oh, our condolences. But then he gets into if his sons were in yeah. this or if his children were in this position, how messed up he would be. And he kind of starts to break down. And you, I'm pretty sure I think he should be fired too. I think he. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. And I think he, that's great. I'm glad he, glad he feels bad and yeah. all that. But he's gonna. I hope he gets. But, fired. but yeah. I mean, just think about this though. I mean, we're. Two weeks away from the start of the season. If this ESPN report does not surface, <laughs> we are going into the season with the and no one's got a problem with DJ Durkin is, right. is, is the Maryland head coach, despite the fact this kid and, died. And and who has the problem with the university dragging their feet on this investigation into the death of this kid? Like you didn't hear, you haven't right. heard squat we're, about we're, it. We're, we're suddenly outraged because a, a, a yeah. report surfaces uh, last week. Yeah, that Enemy makes no the sense state. to me. That makes no sense. It, it's it's where we are. It's it's society today, though. I mean, we're just so re- reactionary to everything. He and do we think? I you know what we came. We started this whole thing by saying DJ Durkin doesn't survive. Do we think he's the coach week one? Because don't you think by now, with everything that's happened over the last three four days, if they were going to fire him, no. they would have. I think well, Greg and I talked about this briefly last night because he was wondering. Sort why, of the why, same yeah, thing. why why haven't they fired him yet? Right. Yeah. My yeah. greatest my great understanding of it is that it's not a great understanding of it. It's just you have to imagine that they're just getting all of their ducks in a row, and they're probably looking at as much uh, information as they can so they can determine if they can fire him with cause, mm. and if they can fire him with cause, then they don't have to pay him. Now, the opposite, if the opposite holds true, they're going to have to give him some sort of a, a cut him some sort of a check to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. If, if they defy him with cause, he can appeal it, you know, then that could go through. It, it's strictly on legal and financial terms, yeah. I think. That, that, that's the I think they don't want to r- irrationally make a decision and have it come back to bite him yeah, somehow. But there's no way he coaches Maryland no. again. Does he coach again? Somewhere, probably. Yeah, so, he'll he'll go back. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I, I think Rick Patino is getting offers to coach small level college basketball well, schools. Well, Durkin probably won't be a head coach. Right. I think he'll be he'll go back to being some sort of a position coach or a coordinator, and he'll live out his days on behind somebody you know in somebody else's staff. 
You better not be a strength coach. Yeah, exactly. You, you but, but, but we've seen this before. Like Ray, Ray Rice was suspended two games by the NFL well, for domestic violence. Yeah. Then all of a sudden a video, I mean, the set, no, yeah. no facts changed. Nothing mm-hmm. changed at yeah. all in the case, but a video surfaces and suddenly he's sus- suspended indefinitely and, yeah. and, and everyone. And now he's done. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like we like we get reminded of like how outraged we, we, we should be over this yeah. stuff sometimes. And it just creates these weird dynamics where in two weeks, DJ Durkin, if this ESPN report doesn't surface, he's the coach of Maryland and no one's got a problem with it, really. It, it you I maybe I'm missing something because I, I keep going back to this, but I don't understand how this happened in May. And now this report comes out and. Why is it a bombshell now? Why did it take this long? I'm Why, sure. Like, well, it took the reporters time to get I, I, people on the record, yeah. and, and they and had I to mean, find they had to find people that would that were willing to speak yeah. to them, even anonymously. Um, but it I, just blew up the whole program. Yeah, you know. No, it did, and that's a really good. I think the coaching staff, whoever he brought in initially, Durkin with him, all of them need to be fired. Yeah, because they were. You know, part of that problem. If that's if that's why they're firing him, if they're firing him because this culture, this toxic culture that he instituted or whatever. Whoever he brought in initially, the trainer's gone. Obviously, some other people they've suspended or I guess they're on leave. Anybody else under him should probably be fired. Um, this guy Matt Canada, who's taken over, is new to the program this year, so he's only been there like seven months or something like that. Which is why, and I was initially wondering, like, if they put him on leave, like, who the hell is going to be the coach? I know. Like, what are you going to do? Put one of these other guys yeah. that were part of the problem in charge? But this, so this guy Canada wasn't hasn't been with the program for as long as Durkin's been there. So obviously they handed the reins to him. But that that, that leads to the question, like, what like if they fire everyone, then there's no coaches. There's for no the coaching season. staff. Yeah, and you're two weeks out. Yeah. yeah I, so yeah. it's going to be it's some stuff's going to shake out, it, man. We we could see some unprecedented things happen in the middle of a college football season. And I hope we do. I, I think it's deservedly so. You should not treat football like a boot camp. Right. You should not treat it as though it's life or death, like you're going into the army or something. Especially, like, come when, on. especially when it's University of Maryland and you're in the Big Ten <laughs> yeah. and you're not going to win four games. I was going to say, you're lucky to get to three. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's, so that's the other issue I have with all this is that this is culture was taking place in a program that sucks. Yeah. Um, but but, but to, perennially. Collins, to Collins' earlier point, though, the culture is everywhere. Like, every, if you go to Alabama, there's stuff you're going to see that shouldn't shouldn't be happening. Yeah, because yeah. Nick Saban talks in a soft voice, you know. And, and just because no one's died on Nick Saban's yeah. watch, I mean, he mm-hmm. he essentially gets a pass. Yeah. <laughs> well, every other coach in America gets right. a pass. Right. I mean, it, so what we're basically what you're basically saying, and I agree with you completely, is everyone's playing roulette basically. Like they're, they're just they pra- are. They're, they're just praying that it doesn't happen to them. So then you know, spin that forward a little bit and think. How many times does this happen and it gets close? A student gets close to dying. Well, we don't. Yeah, I mean, we will never know. Yeah, that's true. Because and, they don't talk. They're not going to want to talk about right. it. Right. But you know, now it's just it's perplexing to me that they didn't have these cold water tubs or whatever at at uh, at Maryland for when this kid. Because that's apparently like one of the basics of the guidelines for heat stroke is have a tub available where you can have a, put this person in an ice bath, and they didn't do that. Um, you have to imagine that everybody's going to have, make sure they have that yeah. prominently and, available. And honestly, mm-hmm. why in the world are they making linemen, offensive linemen run 110, mm-hmm. 10, 100 yard sprints or, or, or whatever it is. Linemen, they shouldn't be doing any of the sprints. I mean, yes, they need to be in some sort of 
decent shape, but you're asking these kids to be over 300 pounds, which might not be the healthiest thing for them anyway. And then you're going to make them run sprints. That's an excellent point. I mean, why? why? Yeah, we're not professional trainers here, but you, that's a that's a really they're, they're never going to have to they're, they're never going to have to run point. that that far in right. in a game like like 40 yard dashes. No, no, I mean. Yes, running backs and receivers get loose, and, the, and they'll kick returners, and they'll run forty sprint forty yards at a time. But it that, it rarely happens where you have to run a forty yards sprint in, yeah. in, in a football game. So, so why are these linemen being asked to put on all this weight, and then being asked to do these intense conditioning drills? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a broken it's a broken system really because they what you know you have to wonder about this. I brought this up before too. Is it not, maybe this answers your question, Greg. It's a matter of masculinity. It's like, you know what? How far can you push your body? That's what we want to know. And if you can't push it X far, then you're not, you know, you shouldn't even be playing college football, which is ridiculous because you shouldn't have to do, like you said, 10, 100 yard sprints in God knows what, 95 degree weather in at the end of May, just to prove yourself as like, you know, being somebody who's, you know, worthy of being on a, on a of scholarship. Yeah. yeah. Like that's just, you know, if you're a good football player, you're a good football player. You, you have to be tough to play football, but everything yeah. needs to be scaled back. Yeah. I mean, uh, in terms of like the proving your, proving your toughness quotient. So, I mean, you have to be able to push through tough things when, th- when you're not feeling well, you have to be able to push through things. I mean, I get all that, but you just, unless if you're Donovan McNabb, <laughs> right. in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. yeah. You just, you just throw up in the huddle. Uh, <laughs> Um, in that in that case, but yeah, I mean, you have to be tough. You have to be able to push through things. You have to be re- able to overcome adversity, all that. But I mean, you just got to look at the way you're training your kids to do that and say, is this yeah. really smart? What we're yeah. doing here? So yeah, I I, I I shudder to think what happens next. You know, because what it's I it's going to happen again. See, it's going to happen again. And the, my problem is that nobody's going to do it. Like you can set all these guidelines you want. Like you just said, Josh, why wasn't the tub of ice there? It wasn't, even though that's a very fundamental thing in the guidelines, it's going to keep happening. Wait, what, let's take a step back and just look at this Maryland program in a broader sense. Because we go back before Dirk and who was there it was Randy Edsel. Who was by, by all accounts, um, a, a discipline, a stern disciplinarian who all these kids hated, and he was like unreasonably, mm-hmm. um, he was unreasonable about his rules and requirements to these kids. So he he's ruined the program because you know the, he brings these kids in who, you know, couldn't stand him. I guess after they'd been there for a little while, and then they have to pay him off. Yeah. So they pay him God knows how many millions of dollars. You want to say something, Greg? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say, was it Randy Etzel that ruined it, or was it Kevin Anderson? I know. The, I, the, yeah. I mean, Kevin Anderson came in. He took over the athletic director job. Then he fired Ralph Friesen, who's the best yeah. football coach Maryland's made, one of the best coaches they've ever had, and beloved. Right, yeah. beloved because he was an alum. Right. right. He he took Mar- Maryland was going to the Orange Bowl mm-hmm. and playing Florida under Ralph Friesen. Yeah. So. Um, so why did he fire Ralph Friedgen, a good football coach who was popular, brought in this guy who was a polar opposite personality and, and wasn't a very good coach, and then, and then, and then, and then you bring in DJ Durkin, who's well, a he, similar profile, who, who worked under Jim Harbaugh. Who knows what Jim yeah. Harbaugh is doing up at Michigan? Oh, so. Right. Well, no, I mean, so the, so Edsel had this ruined the program essentially. Brings these kids in, then Durkin comes in, you know, on his heels. And has to clean, quote unquote, clean up the program. So he brings in this trainer. They they allow him to hire this trainer who comes in and is just like this militaristic guy who's like abusing these kids and making them 
want to quit so they give up their scholarships so they can obviously bring in Durkin's guy, Durkin's recruits. You know, the whole thing, the whole program the whole, is, a, is, is awful. It's just, it deserves, you know, what it's going to get. I, think. I, 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 I heard some people talking how much they blame Kevin Anderson and I kind of agree with them because then they built this huge extension onto the state, yeah. onto the stadium and they couldn't fill the suites in the stadium because it's Maryland football. It's not a powerhouse program with a great rich tradition. So they, so they can't sell all the suites they've added so, so they fire Frisian, their their heavy set coach, who who I guess. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, 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 do we have that, to say heavy set there? <laughs> that <laughs> might have been one of the reasons why they are. Seriously, they they wanted like a P- whole PR makeover, and and they didn't want people to see this coach who looks like he did kind of right. schlubby. Well, so. well you, if I mean, we shouldn't have too much of a revisionist history here. Randy Etzel at the time was a pretty hot name coming out of yeah. UConn. He took UConn to the Fiesta Bowl because they played in the Big East, which is one which of like the worst conferences ever. Even right. so, he was still a name that was considered for, you know, top jobs. He was. He, he was coveted. He was but a coveted need, But name. you still need to, bl- like it didn't work out. Uh, yeah, it didn't work. And it, what, where is he now? He went back to UConn. Oh, did he? That's where he oh, is now. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Big East, for some reason, had an automatic BCS birth or yep. whatever to one of the major bowls, despite the fact the conference was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a mid-level conference at best. And and so everyone sees, oh, look, Randy Etzel goes to the Fiesta Bowl. Let, mm-hmm. Let's hire him. And it's like college basketball. If you make the tournament, well, <laughs> yeah. it's like, how did you make the tournament? So Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think anything's going to change, but I always end up saying that when we talk about these kinds of things. And you guys, I think you guys are kind of with me on this one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just hit on it. Where do you think DJ Durkin learned all of his training methods and training practices? Boy, maybe maybe his former mentor Jim Harbaugh yeah. uh, taught Previous him. Previous to that, so. wasn't he? Who was he under? Wasn't he under another big name elsewhere? Was he under? Urban Meyer somewhere or? could have been. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Exactly and then history, did, you, did you guys but. see that Will Muschamp comes out and starts berating the 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 story because it was used anonymous sources and how they were cowards and blah blah blah. I, I did see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, we we, we I, I'm glad you said that because we do need to touch on this. There has been pushback to this yeah. ESPN report. Oh, you would expect um, the Maryland players yep. and Maryland parents are saying this is not the. D- the DJ Dirk and we know. Yep. And then other people like Will Muschamp, like Josh just said, are pushing back saying, look, I mean, <laughs> well, what is the DJ Dirk and you know, you know, like what do these, I'm, I'm sure these players in these, uh, especially the players. And I'm sure the families think they know him a little, but what, well, like look, what? I mean, what? <laughs> he's, he's not this awful. I'm sure he's not this awful human being looking to kill in their, in their living room. Well, nobody looking, does. Looking, yeah. right, looking to kill some, looking yeah. to kill someone in a training drill. I mean, I'm sure he's he, got a dumb name, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm sure he's DJ. I'm, I'm sure on some level he's a pretty nice, agreeable, personable guy. I mean, you have to be to re- recruit these kids. I mean, he's not this awful. I don't think he's an awful human being. Why are people looking for blame? You know. Like when you when that's, you say that's that, I, I, that's 2018. But that, well, you say that, and it's like, well, you can't hold DJ Durkin personally 100 percent responsible for this. You say it all happened under his watch, of course, and he had the ability to step in, and he could, you know, there's so many things he could have done differently. But did he like? He wasn't trying to kill. He anyone. wasn't trying no. to kill anyone, and for like people to, I I have a problem with people pushing back against this story because the story here is a kid died. Like, well, why, why is there anything else mm-hmm. that we have to talk about? A kid died, and people should be punished. There, there are consequences for that. A kid died. Yeah, especially when there were mistakes made that led yeah. to his death. It on, could have been prevented. Field. It could have been prevented. And he's the guy in charge, so, yeah. he, so he takes the fall. So, and, so. So I don't, and you accept I don't, that. You accept yeah, that when you take the job. Exactly. I don't care if you tell me he's a great guy. He goes right. by 
people Applebee's meals or something. He, he can't do that. That's an NCAA <laughs> infraction. <laughs> well, I guess what you can do though is bring Kobe Bryant in to talk to your team or or hire an or hire an agent. We didn't really talk about that last week. Um, you didn't. Well, yeah, because you guys yeah. did the baseball. Yeah. Thing, well, right? it just oh, that NCAA basketball story just broke when I guess we were getting ready to go on. I think I even texted you guys that is opening up that is a slippery slope that uh, is we're we're, we're getting on there so with the agents because it's already pretty bad i mean there's already so much going on uh under the table and 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 breaking rules as it is i wonder what that's the first step toward because you gotta think it's the first step towards something because there's they're not it's not like they're gonna regress the rules you know they're only gonna they're only gonna add more of course yeah loosen things it's up gonna be they, just, they just again we, we talk about this all the time they just need common sense i mean that, that yeah. would solve like if like if a coach wants to buy a kid a pizza it shouldn't be like an ncaa uh infraction yeah. that would put a kid that would get a kid suspended or or get get, get a program in trouble or i mean just again common common sense goes a long way in, in, in a lot of these cases so yeah 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 <clears throat> so i guess that's it we're done all right so uh, Tiger Woods played a little. Uh, oh my uh, God! Golf over I the weekend. I'm really glad. To do this. I'm yeah. really glad that you brought that up because I saw Josh Josh's. Has, Josh doesn't care, but um, I saw Josh's unreasonable tweet about golf yesterday or the day before. It was something like what, what was that? I didn't see it, it was something along the line. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, it was probably it was something, something very on the, insulting. It was something based on like the ratings or something. Everybody, somebody had released or sent a tweet out about how, oh, golf, the, the ratings for Sunday were up 69% over last year's PGA Championship. Well, of course. And I was just like, oh, that's so great for golf. Congratulations, <laughs> golf. You need more fans and attention and more money. Golf needs more that money. That was what you said. So that congratulations, was golf. I'm so happy for you. Golf is on the way to fixing itself. So finally, <laughs> something good is happening for golf. I'm so happy for this is, by the way, at Joshua R underscore Smith for those who want to follow. Quote, I'm so happy for golf. It needs more fans and attention and money. Unquote. <laughs> That's, you're, you are I'm now sorry. trolling golf. I, I That's just, what you. I, I don't care about golf. You, at you all. don't care about golf, but you care about tennis, which is. Yeah. It's an actual athletic endeavor. So is golf. Yeah. Uh. You didn't, we could get into that argument. But. You, you didn't care. Well, you don't like Tiger, so no. it doesn't matter. No, I don't care. But about I thought it, 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 I don't like Tiger either, and I hope he never wins again. But he, he he's interested. He's interested. Oh, I mean, he, Greg's he, coming he, around. He, Greg's <laughs> coming around. You can't. Likes he, the story. You can't. You can't deny that he. I mean, he's a name. He's one of the. He's at least the second greatest golfer ever. We I mean, all have yeah. a name. <laughs> right. I. What I. Speaking of names, though, and I think we talked about Brooks Kepka on here when he won his first major this year because we I thought we all agreed we liked him because he hates everybody, mm-hmm. right? He's a well, weird I dude. I do remember he's, that he's conversation. The, he, but he's, he's the, he's I've probably suppressed that or <laughs> repressed, <laughs> repressed that memory. He's a definite <laughs> chip on the shoulder guy, yeah. for sure, but that's what makes him, so, him. That, that's what makes him so good, though, yeah. is because he carries that chip on the shoulder. I, did, I turned it on at, right at the end of it, and I saw him, and it was literally when he sank his last putt and he didn't do anything. <laughs> I was like, I was because I looked at I looked at my watch and I said, I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, I think this is over. I was like, I think that's the guy that was leading. And they were like, and Bro- and what's his name, Brooks? Brooks. Brooks, Brooks Kepka wins the. P-. And I'm mm-hmm. like, he just won. He didn't even <laughs> celebrate. He's just like turned around and like shook somebody's hand. I'm like, yeah. you just won the second major, you know, mm-hmm. less than a year or something. Turned like around that. and gave here, everyone here, the finger <laughs> after that. Here's the great irony of all this, and I, I found it hilarious: is the Brooks Kepka the storyline about him was he's this great golfer. He's 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 won what three of the last six majors now. I mean, in, including yeah. two this year. Mm-hmm. 
And in the lead to the AP story uh, after this <laughs> oh, win yeah. was Brooks Kepka cannot be overlooked now. Uh, two seconds later, everyone went to talking about how Tiger Woods finished, uh, finished <laughs> <Of second. course. laughs> so, so, so the great irony to all this is as soon as that, sen- as soon as that sentence was written, I mean, I'm sure the rest of the story talked about Tiger too. Like we're, we're, we're right back to overlooking Brooks Kepka. It was how Tiger so. pushed Brooks Kepka to the win. That's right. what the story was probably every all single, about. Every single headline about the PGA was t- that I saw was Tiger related. Tiger finished the second. Tiger makes run. It was like at the British Open too. What does it, this mean for Tiger's future right. in majors? Is, is Tiger back? I'm sure, I'm sure that segment happened. When will all, Tiger all win his next major? Right. He will. He'll win a major. No, he, he, he won't. He won't. He won't. He'll, he'll win a tournament, but not a major. He'll win a major. He, wh- he's, he, I think already he's the odds-on favorite for the Masters well, now. Yeah, of course he is. Well, yeah, right. He's the odds-on favorite. Like, every golf writer automatically pegs him as the favorite. He's the odds-on favorite to beat well. Phil Mickelson on Thanksgiving Day. Have you talked about that yet? <laughs> no, we haven't. So, I, so Josh, you, I'm Let's coming over to your place, right? pay these guys $10 million because why? <laughs> Are you bringing the beer, Kyle? I'm bringing the why, beer. Why does Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson Did you guys talk about that last week? <laughs> no. Did no. Josh tell you that I brought the beer? Oh, I no, he no. Didn't. I, okay. I didn't know. He, he left some natty bows in my house. And yeah. then you drank them. I did. I, did I you like them? I, I don't have not a beer snob. I'll drink that. Yeah, dude. I drank, I drank, I drank them and a soot and a fly flew into one of my beers and just um, chewed it up and just gu- guzzled like <laughs> half a pint. No, I'm sorry. I took a picture of the fly. Did you see? Oh, I tweeted it. Yeah, actually. yeah. Pretty, pretty exciting. Why are you guys hanging out without me, man? Well, this, this Ooh. was, oh, I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I you were still on a cruise. Right, yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, you were still on a cruise. All right, all right, he wasn't. Sure. He, I had, it turns out I had the schedule wrong. He wasn't back from this. Why did you want other people on this podcast outside of me and Josh, Greg? Because you guys aren't. Well, I'm going to form my own cool club, and oh, while, okay. while, while you guys have yours, so. Um, would you drink, drink a natty bow? Yeah, <laughs> I would drink a natty bow. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Next week, tune in. What natty we're, bow? We're, we're going to have a live taste test. Is, there, is it a blind taste test? Do I have to uh, guess the beer? Blind. Can we talk about the Nationals for yeah, a second? No, because ooh, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They're they not <laughs> going to make the playoffs. I'm starting to wonder. I, not I, my pick. I think Josh put the kibosh on him with his <laughs> World Series pick. I it might have. Jeez. And they stayed healthy relatively this year. Relatively. Is, and Max Scherzer. I got oh an alert God. the other day saying Max Scherzer is being considered for MVP. Yeah. Of a team that's 500. Yeah. Yeah. As, they're, 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 as we record this, they're 60 and 60. And they're eight games back, eight games of, back. In, in the alley. They're six games back in the second wild card. And they've made an art out of losing games in the, in the, in last, the last inning. Yeah. And yeah, by, meanwhile, by the way, a, a, a little team in Oakland, California called the Athletics has a little pitcher named Blake Trinan who the Nationals said, we got to get rid of you because you don't know how to close baseball games, and he might be the best closer oh, in baseball man. this season. Right. He, and he, yeah. he closed out a game last night, too. He's, it's like he's leading the league in saves, I think. Yeah. The, that, I mean, no one's paying attention to that A's-Mariner series, but that's a big I, series. It I, is, I mean, that, yeah. that, that, that's like the for a wild card spot, uh, uh, basically. I saw so. something on PTI last night, I think, uh, and it was a toss-up whether or not the O's would lose 125 games. Do you think that they will lose 125 not, games? That's a lot of games. I mean, you know, where, where are they? How many wins do they have now? 38 or something like that? It was either, well, what's more likely, the O's win 100 or lose 125, or I think the Red Sox win 100. I had to look at their schedule to see who's left and how many times they play the, the Red Sox and Yankees. What, what's and the record? 114, 119 Seattle? I mean, it's yeah. One, it's, it's one of, I think it's yeah. 114, is, is, mm-hmm. is the, I think, is the, is the record. I could be slightly off. Yeah, was it one of those so. Griffey teams? Like, yeah, it was Randy like Randy Johnson. 
No, I thought teams? that was an A Rod team. It was an A Rod we'll team. Have to, we'll, have to look, we'll look. We'll look. I'll look that, that up. Out, so, did you guys see the brawl last night? No. The the Dodgers and Giants. No. Yasiel Puig. Oh, oh did he get get he got out? It, yeah. Oh, he got hurt. No, he didn't get hurt, but he was he was mixing it up. Nice. He, he slapped. He didn't punch someone. He slapped him in the face. Baseball fights are the worst. <laughs> What's worse, NBA <laughs> fights or baseball fights? Uh, I think, I mean, I would love to see that NBA fight that happened at that club at the ESPYs between what, <laughs> no, Draymond on Green. On the court, <laughs> I mean. Like, oh, wait, like, even add NFL into that because you get these idiots out there punching other guys in the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that was the thing. Yasiel Puig took a, a shot at the catcher who had a helmet oh. on. So what, that what was, was an NBA fight? Like the hold me back fight yeah, or something like that? Yeah, they don't really so, want to fight. Yeah, right. So the record, the there's actually... It's 116. 116, okay. And it's tied. The 1906 Chicago Cubs and the 2001 Seattle Mariners. Right. Oh, okay. So that would have been an A-Rod team. The Red, right the Red Sox have a serious chance to, to, do to that. Make, a, make a run at that record. Yeah. They have 80-plus wins, and it's only mid-August. So I remember it was the week you, you were off, Greg. We uh, I think it was when we were in here with Alan, and we had you on the mm-hmm. phone and said, "Would do you think the Yankees or the Red Sox – who will run a, end up running away with it? And you and I both said the Yankees. Alan said the Red Sox. That was the weekend then that the Red Sox proceeded to sweep the Yankees. Right. And that was that's the end of the season. Really? You know, really. Yeah. So I don't know. A lot of stuff in baseball right now. Six weeks left. Um, what, 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 what happened to the Nationals, though? I mean, yeah, injuries injuries were a factor. But why, why, I mean, why are they in this position right now? The manager, now? Davey Martinez. You think so? I, I, yeah, I think would they he's be gonna in this catch, position if Dusty was the manager? That's a yeah. great question. I don't know. I, I know he's going to catch – he seems to be catching a lot of flack now at this point. He's not making – But is he just a convenient – he's the new guy, so he's, yeah. he, he's the new guy to this equation. So he, is he just the convenient target, or is he really part of the problem? <laughs> Uh, you, well, I mean, you'd have to think the GM probably is a part of the problem too. I mean, they they have had consistent needs for the last few years. It's always been their bullpen, and they yeah, have not. Made, made they it. keep making moves though, and it seems yeah. like they're, they're trying to upgrade it, but they're just unlucky. They're just think? not happening. Yeah, I don't know that you can ba- you can blame. What's his name? Rizzo. Yeah. I mean, he's built a pretty damn good top to bottom roster aside from the bullpen but he's tried to address that yeah well if you're going to criticize name name a gm that's been better than him over the last right. five or ten years right? look, there, and, there hasn't been one and, Brian they're, Cashman. and they're so good that they got you know they could let bryce harper walk if they have you know juan soto yeah. ready to take over so we still think bryce harper is gonna walk uh, I, was, I, was, I, was, so. I was going i was going there next um yeah does you this affect does this affect yeah harper's well, desire, well, I think we went over return. this. We went over yeah. this last two weeks ago. Yeah, he. Well, we. I mean, he. His stock is going down. He's not going to get four hundred million. I think we asked Barry about that. He's not going to get four hundred million dollars. Uh, will somebody give him three hundred million? The Nationals won't give him three hundred million dollars. But if he can get it somewhere else, you know, I'm wondering how low he's willing to go to stay in D.C. And if they can actually meet, because I think yeah. he actually likes Washington, I do. Yeah, but they almost tried to just trade him. I mean, that's yeah. When that when that story came out, I was like, I mean, now we don't really know what how legitimate the offers may have been or how legitimately yeah. he was actually on the block. But they came out and said that they would entertain offers for him. And if I'm Bryce Harper, I'm like, you know what? I'll see you guys later. Yeah, but but I agree with Colin. He likes DC. I mean, there's the old story where he was walking on the mall one day. There was like a pickup wiffle ball game or something yeah. uh, and he <laughs> yeah. Bryce walked by and he, he joined in in, in in this uh pickup wiffle ball game near the Washington Monument <laughs> he, he took he, he took some cuts uh in, in that wiffle ball well, game, and he, so. he had the home run derby moment which everybody's going to remember in, in DC it's a nice send-off for him yeah <laughs> I don't think he's coming and, back. I, and I think he li- I think he likes the novelty of 
playing for one team for I most do of too. his career. I agree so, with that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think he wants to be the guy that bounces around from team to team, chasing yeah. chasing big contracts. <laughs> all that said, be the LeBron. He's not coming back. All, 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 all that said, I don't I don't think he's back with the Nationals next year. Yeah, but year, he would. So. In baseball, you don't bounce around like that. Like LeBron, you know, was taking these short deals, and you know, he's whoever he goes next, he's going to sign a ten <clears throat> year deal, and he's yeah. going to be there for probably the majority of that contract. Where do we, where where do we think Manny Machado winds up? Baltimore. <laughs> now that would be ingenious. Dan Duquette would be the GM of the year. <laughs> Dan Duquette's not going to have a job. They'll fire him, and, yeah. then yeah. and then he'll be the right. GM of the year. Right. <laughs> It'll right. be like Dwayne Casey in Toronto, right. coach of the year, and then fired. I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't thought a whole lot. I, Do I you guess, think he stays in LA? <clears throat> no, nah, probably not, because yeah. they have what's the name, C- Corey C- Seager. Right. Yeah. He struggled. Well, he's he's injured. He's out for the year. No, I mean Manny, Manny Machado. Yeah, he struggled out in LA yeah. last night. He had a, a a key hit, I think. But before that, he, I think he's been struggling out. Okay. You were yeah. wa- you were watching Manny as you battled insomnia. Well, yeah, I know. Like I'm, I felt like I watched more baseball last That's night cool. than I've. Hey, you're watching uh, Oakland. Yeah. Are they playing L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I think it might maybe Colorado. Okay. I, I don't know. No, I mean so. the, what everybody has always said about Manny is that Philly is like maybe number one on the list because what's mm. what's yeah. his name? Um, guy who was the GM in Baltimore that drafted him. I can't even remember his name now. I can see his face. Mc- McPhail? Yeah, or? Andy McPhail is yeah. in Philadelphia. Right. So um, they have that connection. I, I don't know. That seems pretty. And they have a bunch of money. So, yeah. How about Sam Darnold? Hey, Looking what do you great. say? Hey, look, Teddy Bridgewater played great, and then Sam comes in and plays great. I'm t- hey, did yeah. you see what Josh Norman said yesterday about <laughs> Sam Darnold? He said that something about that little kid doesn't make mistakes or something. Well, he didn't call. I don't think he called him a little kid. I, I thought that's oh, what he saw. Yeah, it was it was very complimentary. Josh yeah. Norman doesn't do that, and he's a loudmouth. And he yeah. said he's just out here doing things I never seen anybody do. And really? it was it was it was very complimentary. Oh, cool. And they got in a brawl, the Redskins and the Jets. They did. There. And I told Josh that I. A complete Baker Mayfield convert. Now I, I was wrong about him. He's he's, he's after not, one he, preseason after, game. <laughs> game. Greg is a no. meaningless preseason game. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew Josh I, was going to jump on I, that. I, right I, am, I am hook, line, and sinker on Baker. I'm going to. I was wrong. I'm going to remind him. you that I said that he will be a star in the NFL like eight months ago. Yeah, you did. You you guys were right. I was wrong. I'll, I'll admit it. Is he so. going to start week one? No. I don't. I don't think you no. should. I don't yes, think you should either. The reports yesterday from from the Jets say Sam Darnold might start week one. Well, yeah, yeah. but he's got, he's got like Josh McCown and like uh, yeah, that trade, was actually are they somebody, trade Teddy. Well, you would think. Right? Uh, th- th- what I heard, or somebody made some crack online that the second Josh McCown throws an interception, they're going to call Sam Darnold's number. But I was thinking, why wouldn't Teddy Brett Bridgewater be playing? So I right. I don't know if that means they're going to get rid of him or what's going on. He's looked really good. He's going to continue looking great because that's just what he does. And uh, and he, he I would be more comfortable keeping him. Yeah. You know, Broadway Bridgewater. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big fan. So no, but maybe he'll go back to Minnesota. No, it's not happening. He's going to go somewhere <laughs> and start. He's gonna. Con- he will light it up in the preseason. He will continue to light it up because that's he's he's a he's a great player. Where's a good landing spot? Maybe Denver. Denver has <laughs> no quarterbacks right now. Case Keenum. Ooh, he looked bad apparently uh, in their preseason. And did opener. you see the guy that they drafted? But you can see that coming. Like Keenum, uh, he had a great team around him with the Vikings last year. He 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 did his job. He was good. He didn't. Things didn't fall apart with him. In Case there, Keenum's but, no Baker Mayfield. Okay. What I've heard, Teddy is gonna go to Tampa. I was gonna say Jacksonville. Tampa makes sense. Jacksonville would make sense too yeah. because just he's a Florida, he's a Miami yeah. kid. 
maybe he goes back yeah. down there and takes over and takes the reins from, from Jameis, uh, from Winston, Jameis who just got dropped by Nike, I think, or something. Ooh. He just lost one of his endorsements. Look, yeah. if yeah, Teddy would be the, like the polar opposite of Jameis Winston, he's like as clean cut. You and, love that dude, and, man, and good per good a person as you can you could want in that position. And, and, and that's and, a stress, that's a quite a juxtaposition to Jameis Winston. <laughs> and, and that's where I was really wrong about Baker's. I kept thinking he was going to be the second coming of Johnny Manziel. He is not. He is absolutely yeah. not that. And that's where I was maybe the most wrong about him is after one he, preseason game. He's a, he's, he's a hardworking kid. <laughs> Until he throws three interceptions. Kid. <laughs> Listen to Greg. A grinder. He's a grinder. Uh, right. <laughs> so good. It's yeah. so good. Nah, Week two. Where's, where's, do you have your jersey? <laughs> Not, yet. Have your jersey? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. He grew a beard. Did you see his beard? Yeah. It's very full. Yep. They were calling him J- Captain Jack uh, uh, Sparrow. So. Oh, did you see? Uh, what do you think about Des Bryant working out or talking? Uh, he's to the talking, Browns? To the, talking to the Browns tomorrow. Yeah. He's, he's visiting the, the Browns tomorrow. It's a done deal. Seems like it's, it's a done that's deal. Where he's going. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, he would he would help. I, I think on some level. Jarvis Landry <laughs> and Des Bryant. What's his? Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Jarvis Landry. <laughs> it would be quite. And Des Bryant and Antonio With, Callaway, their rookie who who's who, who had tons of red flags and already gotten in trouble. So it'd be Baker, Baker Mayfield. It'd be quite the receiver room uh, for sure. So. And the NFL is equivalent of a wet blanket in a, in the coaching chair, because what he, he's you'd hear him talk. He's like, "Well, uh, we had a good game. I didn't do anything, but uh, Baker looked good. We ran the ball. No, they didn't. They didn't <laughs> run the ball, but not not last week Hugh at least. Jackson. So, have you um, been watching Hard Knocks? I've won one game in two years. <laughs> I don't know why everybody has a Southern accent when I, I I haven't been watching Hard Knocks. Have you? No, I haven't. I haven't been able to see. It. I don't have HBO. Yeah, I've heard great things about it though. Yeah, I, and maybe one of the most quiet, under the radar transactions that we would normally talk about, but we haven't yet, and I don't even know if it's official yet. Is that Carmelo Anthony is going to sign with the Houston Rockets? Yeah, we we all knew that, right? We well, all... I mean, that was presumed, and I, I don't <laughs> even know if it's. I don't even know if it's official yet. But, I, um, I maybe not. Well, he was going to be waived by the Hawks. I, I right. don't know if that. I mean. He took out. Did you see my? The biggest wrinkle for me is he took out an ad in the Oklahoman, and he for he, what? saying thank you to the Oklahoma oh, City fans, and it, it like it ended with something like I'm just sorry it didn't work out. It's like what? <laughs> what? I didn't see that. Why, why did he <laughs> feel the need necessary? to even do that? What? I mean, he didn't do anything for the Thunder last year, <laughs> except make him a bad team. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have no idea why he did that, but yeah, he's probably going to go to the Rockets, and that'll be that'll be fine. I don't think. You, so you think Chris Harden, uh, James Harden, Chris Harden, Chris Paul, James Harden, and Melo work? Is it? I mean, we, I don't. I don't think they'll work. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I think they're going to take a step back this year. I do. We should ask Chris Kinsler about that. Well, I think he's we a Rockets fan did at one point when he was on, but I, did, did I don't we? know. I yeah, I, I just I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to work out. Melo is kryptonite to every nba team and now the west you know the west is all shook up again and you're gonna have lebron in la and you have boogie cousins and golden State. i mean how many games do the lakers win i'd say under, i say under 50 47 with that group yeah i don't think they i don't think they're gonna win more than 50 either it's gonna take them quite a while to figure things out lebron with uh, that group and, oh i mean they'll be good by the end of the season but. over under the month 
people start speculating about LeBron trying to leave, I say April. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the next stop? Where's the next stop? No, no, no. But this is a four-year contract now, so he's in it for the he's he's yeah, all in now. He's, he can he's get in out it for of the long. Right he'll, he'll figure out a way. It's going to start up immediately. You know that. You know that. And they uh, well, they're going to land Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's going to be the whole talk next right. season. How, no. how much he'll help after sitting out a full season? Toronto's so. going to win the East though, and then they're going to be like Kawhi's got to stay. Kawhi's got to stay. Did you see this nonsense too that? Next year, Kyrie Irving and Jimmy Butler is going to end up in Brooklyn for whatever reason mm. they want to play together. It's like, what? Well, can that's we just NBA, stop though. with all of this? That's can we just NBA. stop? That's where we are, and that's the way it's going to continue to be, I think. The players have the power, it seems like, in a lot of ways with the contracts and stuff that they're signing. So they can do that. They can uproot and be like, look, let's see, guys, yeah, but let's why, meet why, up in Brooklyn now. So, But Kyrie Irving and Jimmy Butler, like what? You're going to set the world on fire? The, right. I, I don't even understand that. Meanwhile, Kevin loves making fifty million dollars a year. I'm, I'm glad he's. I'm glad, I'm glad he's here with the Cavs. I am too. Yeah, 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 yeah. good for. And I bet he. I bet he plays better without LeBron. Right. I, I think he doesn't really like this. He didn't like that dynamic. Right. All right, seen or to be seen. Well, I'm I'm pumped to talk to Jason Fraley. Oh yeah, oh, we yeah, got to so tease that. So I that's going to be mine because I, I really, right. really 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 want to. Jason yeah. Fraley, a sports reporter for WTO. No, no. no uh, movie, he's a movie reviewer, critic. Or, or movie critic for um, yeah, WTOP. Jason. Yeah, Jason Fraley um, has Frederick County roots. I covered him um, when he was a defensive back at Linganore High School for Rick Connor back Ooh. in the early 2000s. Dropping knowledge and. Uh, yeah, so he wanted to get into journalism. He ended up going to University of Maryland. He interned here um, while he was at Maryland, and then he's moved on and done some really cool things in his career. So now he's a very well-respected movie critic, mm-hmm. film critic at WTOP, and he has just released – he is in the process of releasing his – Ultimate, it's like I don't know what he calls it. It's like his it's ultimate movie rankings or something. Seven hundred and fifty movies, I yeah. think, is what it. And he called. ranks numerous genres. Mm-hmm. So we are going to bring Jason on to have him discuss with Next us week. his top twenty-five sports movies, and he can also just describe in much better detail his his grandiose project that he is. Um, Still I'll, in the middle of releasing. I'll be over here mm-hmm. taking a nap while Josh yes. and uh, Colin, <laughs> Colin talk to Jason. Well, we have a lot so. of problems with his list, so we're going to put him on blast. And That's so, gonna... yeah. So, um, I, I, there, there are two two other things though. That uh, one, Barry Sverluga wrote a column today. Friend of the show, Barry Sverluga right. <laughs> wrote a column today about the Maryland thing. If you, I, I tweeted it out there. If you yeah. get a chance, uh, and read another that. one because he said his first one was Durkin should be fired. Yeah, I think there was a new one. Okay, so if you get a chance, yep. go read because he's There's the one in today's paper. Yeah, yeah. So did you read it, Josh? No, I didn't get a chance okay. to. I was last night. I uh, I saw it last night, but uh, I will. I will look. And at then that. secondly, uh, Sunday is SummerSlam. Oh yeah. Okay. Didn't you go to a SummerSlam once? No, just WrestleMania. Oh okay, that's what. So we got to, we got to, you know, RIP Jim the Anvil Nightheart. That's right. I just gave you gold. Five different things. Josh, what are you looking forward <laughs> to? God, I, I go to Greg because I, I wasn't even thinking. Uh, man. Um, it's, 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 we're, like, we're, we're at a really dead spot on the sports calendar. We right ran now. the ball today. Uh, He's looking forward to catching up on hard knocks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. And he's looking forward to the Browns' next well, preseason well, yeah. game. So Baker, Baker, baby. Baker Mayfield. Baker. <laughs> Baker. <laughs> Baker. I think I saw yesterday 16 days until college football begins. Yeah. And and we're, what, two games into the NFL preseason? So football seems, you know, it's it's coming. It's a coming. I I will say that I, I've been reading I've been reading a book all summer. It's taken me, like, all summer to get through it, like, piece by piece, because I'm, I watch my son during the day, and he keeps me busy. But – 
I started reading, I don't read fiction often, but I just recently read uh, Frank DeFord's autobiography, which was unbelievable. And then within the framework of that, obviously I learned a little bit more about everybody's all American, which is a, a work of fiction, one of several that he wrote during his illustrious career. So I started reading that this summer. I'm almost all the way done it. it it's taken me forever. Your wife would have been finished man, with it in like two days. She would. She would have torn through it. But man, that guy can write. And it's <laughs> so, so um, embarrassing. Like when you think about your own writing and compare oh, it to somebody man. like Frank DeFord, who could, I mean, he was just, he was the maestro. So like. He could turn a phrase. Yeah. And just some of the words that he uses <laughs> and the way he uses them, the, the way he uses the language and, and telling the story and just writing dial, even writing dialogue. Like, you know, that's not something that, um, you know, we're used to doing a lot of. And he came up with this unbelievable story that was really sort of still relevant today. It's largely about a, a guy who is a huge star as a young man in high school football and becomes a legend and in college uh, becomes everybody's all American and whatever it follows him through his, through his life. And, and it turns, obviously his life turns as he gets older and he's no longer that, that hero. And he has to deal with the fact that he doesn't, he's not seen that way anymore. And so, um, it's pretty re relevant today, I think for mm -hmm. a lot of superstar athletes and what they yeah. probably go through. And this book was written in, I want to say it was written in like the early eighties or something mm. like that. And it takes place in the fifties, sixties, seventies. But anyway, okay. that's, I'll just say I've, I've read that as a lot of times go. I like to tell, tell you guys what I've read. That's what I'm, that's what I've read that I've, I'm, I'm a big fan of fantasy football. Anyone got their draft coming up or are you in Greg, Josh, who, who's, who's denied it? us on air. I'm out. Who, who's in the league? You, me, Chris, Allen. Chris has a couple of people. I have a couple of people. See, that's why I don't I, I don't want to get in leagues anymore with people that I don't know. Like, that to me is just not fun. Well, I don't even know 12 people. Right. I, I'm what do you mean I, it's not? I mean, when we when not, I were the basketball league, you ended up growing to know Frank, my I, friend I, Frank. I, yeah, but then there were like six other guys that I didn't even know what they looked like. I didn't even know their names. So it's like. Uh, if we just, find only people you know, will you do yeah, it? Well, I'm then not, why? I'm, done. I'm are, done. Oh, man. Come on, I'm Greg. Done. Are you in? Uh, it's going to be the happiest uh, year of my life. I'm going to have no fantasy sports. What? what, what Side are we using ESPN, Yahoo, Yahoo, Yahoo? Okay, uh, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll pick yeah, the we have we have a commitment, Josh. We're going to talk about that every week. Medusa's <laughs> box. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> all right. So uh, one thing I like less than hearing about, or more than hearing about uh, people's NCAA brackets, is hearing about people's fantasy. We ran the ball teams. well. The defense was good. That is not a very good Hugh Jackson, <laughs> but, um, but but that's I okay. I thought the punter had an especially good game. <laughs> he, he's one in 31, so he deserves <laughs> to have bad impersonations uh, of, of him. So, All right, so next week, uh, J Jason Fraley talking sports movies and another tease, uh, Jeff Perlman, former SI writer, will be coming up. Uh, is that is that for sure? I don't know. That's for certain. I've asked him. No, um, he was begging to come on podcast. No, he? no, no, he wasn't. He, he, was, no. <laughs> he just puts that not, out there. Yeah, let's not... <laughs> Let's not put false information out there, right. Greg. But no, he. I, Come on, I've Jeff. Listen out. to this. I've reached out and asked, and he has not responded to that. Uh, All that right. request. Well, All right. That's so great. Cross, cross your fingers. All right. Perhaps. Right. No guarantees of of, of Jeff Perlman. So. Oh, it's SummerSlam. <laughs> it was that. That was Paul Bear. <laughs> Yeah, all of us. Except for Flair, all of his impersonations are starting to sound alike. He did a good, like, dig so. a good Jimmy Anvil. That's right. Laugh. That was good. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Not bad. I'm growing a goatee in honor yeah. of him. Yeah. yeah, just just to stroke it over. Um, Whoa, over okay. Hey, that's you're, enough. Yeah, you, that's took, you took it there, not not me. So. All right. All right. On that note, we should end. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. Just another sports podcast.